Bonin Cast, Product Innovation and UX Design with Bonanza Design. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of UX Bootcamp. Today we will cover a topic that every junior UX designer might find somewhat a little challenging. Managing multiple projects. And we promise you that by the end of this episode, you will be nailing it. So first and foremost, let's welcome our partner in crime, Yarek. Welcome, Yarek. Hello, everyone. What's up? Uh, so, Yarek, I know you have managed uh, several projects at the same time in the past. So uh, let's start by telling us a little bit more about your experience with it. Um, what happened? Tell us. Yeah. Spill the beans. So, of course, of course. So let's start with it. Let's flex a little, just that you know you can listen to me and trust me. Uh, basically, I've started as usual. So I've started with one project, which were pretty big. So it was feeling like managing two at the same time. Because, for example, uh, so like my first, maybe uh, when I first needed to manage two projects was for one client and I needed to make uh, like one side of a product for the users and one for the like the business partners or something like this to keep it simple and for one I needed to basically manage the user te user testing and improvement because it was like the last iteration and for the other I needed to create a whole interface uh, and that was a little bit of challenge because you know, like jumping from one to another can be like, um, you can get a little bit confused at some points. But that was my first interaction with multiple projects. Honestly, it wasn't that hard. So I thought like, okay, it's easy. I've learned a lot. Now I can manage everything. Uh, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Uh, so recent, so basically right now I've worked on two separate projects. Uh, we were creating an app for each one of them and it was hard, honestly, but uh, it took like three months projects, both of them, and we needed to do them simultaneously. At the same time, uh, we think with Ayesha, we talked about like making a podcast and thought like that is a good idea. So I've jumped on it as well. Additionally, uh, I've helped some of our designers to create like to get them feedback and so on. And on top of that, I thought like, that's a good time to start like redesigning stuff. And we started like our UX Matter uh, re redesign series on LinkedIn. So there was a lot. I mean, uh, the first thing that I've, I've basically, uh, I thought on it was like, I'm not productive at all. I mean, I thought like I'm working for two months and I didn't do anything because a lot of the times I need to basically switch my mindset to certain things or like there's a tons of meetings because of that. So like switching up, that was like really hard thing to do at some point. But yeah, I think right now I'm, I'm handling pretty well. Um, yeah. So that's like the quick introduction for the experience. And maybe, just maybe, Aisha, you can talk about the marketing stuff and marketing aspect of your experience of managing multiple yeah. things. Yeah. I mean, I have a, I have the experience like inside the brand, which is managing multiple activities, which, which are like managing multiple activities at the same time. 
and also from a freelancer point of view, which is managing, managing multiple clients at the same time with their own projects, internal projects, which can be um, kind of crazy. I think the main thing for me was to find balance and to find a way that I can organize myself mentally. You know, because oh, yeah. everyone has its own way. And sometimes we might, we will give the audience uh, our ways and the way we do it and the way it works for us. But that doesn't mean that it will work for them. That it will, like, for whoever is listening, you can follow our ways, but at the end of the day, if it doesn't work for you, don't feel bad. It's because it's not for you. Everyone is different. So I found. And for some people, my way might look confusing, you know, yeah. might look yeah. um, even disorganized, but it's the way that I, I'm able to be productive towards every project that I take in on, on my daily life. Of course. So, I mean, it's a good know. to listen to you because like, uh, even though we, they, like you all don't want to follow Aisha's like rules and tips uh, maybe not tips but rules and way of working there might be some certain tips and like uh, little things that are really helpful for your special like uh, problem yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I try to do is organize things uh, one thing that I think it's important to say like straight away is like try to be proactive and try to like um organize yourself even beforehand so you know what's going to happen that that week that quarter that month you know i know sometimes like there are things that happen and we cannot uh, do yeah. anything but the the more things you can already schedule and you can already organize that will make your life so much easier of course that was something I found out, like everything I do, everything that I can say, like, tell me in advance as much as you can what I have to do, because then I will have that all laid out, or, organized exactly. yeah. and done. Not keeping everything in your mind, but just laying it down. Yeah. But actually, yeah. I have one tip that I forgot to mention. So before, like that, that's actually one of the most important things that I've done in my life to achieve this like balance. So there if you're studying i know we're saying through this whole like this studying ux or like any other thing it's totally not important at this point and you can learn all of it by yourself but there's one thing that helps you in your business when you're studying and that's a student council mm -hmm. uh on my university the student council uh, was basically a group of people at like particular faculty. So like 30, 40, even 50 people uh, that organized basically events for students. students. And mm -hmm. it was something magical because it was like a company uh, without payments, without any, basically, you didn't get anything, to be honest, because you needed to work your ass off to create some events that uh, students will go like, meh, I want to just drink beer. I don't care. Uh, so mm -hmm. it was like not as rewarding, but honestly, it was like a, it was really weird because all of these people love to work together and love to create mm -hmm. stuff. And that was my actually, it was like an unpaid initiative 
but it was I've gained so much experience through it because yeah. it was and it, the huge benefit of that is you don't if you fuck up something uh you're basically you don't have any uh, responsibilities that will affect you in the future so if like some of the events won't happen because you forget to do something okay who cares it just don't happen yeah. you didn't get you're you're not getting fired so and this was an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. I worked there for, worked. <laughs> I, I was there for basically a whole of my uh, student career. So I was there like for three and a half years. Mm -hmm. And I've created uh, like amazing events. Even we had like a graphic section where we created graphics and illustrations. Uh, so I've done it. I've learned how to make some like yeah. cool posts uh, for the LinkedIn and so on there. and. That was amazing experience. And additionally, I've created a bunch of events. Like pretty big, to be honest, because we created like three days trip for like 300 students. Our reach was like 10,000 on uh, Facebook. So it was pretty big. Uh, like we created videos. And especially where you're when you're doing it, you have a team for it. So you need to yeah. coordinate everything. And yeah. I was a coordinator or certain events. And that helped me a lot with everything that I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. So if you're studying, just forget about learning. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, it's, I mean, you, you need to pass on. But like this yeah. is the core of the of the study to learn this stuff, to make connections, to and especially yeah. with this kind of learn uh, by doing exactly the event organization. Of course, and it, like organization skills, you don't get it by by doing a course of organization skills yeah, of course. you learn by doing it you know by actually putting yourself in a position where you have to organize something and then you're going to find the best way to organize that and then and then you're going to make mistakes but the thing is the, the 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 most important thing is when you make a mistake how do you get out of it you know exactly. that's exactly. that's a good management because mistakes happen all the time but how do you do you get desperate and you get like swallowed oh, no. by it yeah or exactly. get out of it fast that's, that's super that's, important that's what's going to make the difference in the whole management thing exactly you know how exactly. do you how do you solve the problems how do you get out of the mess and that's especially important and that's one of the mindsets that you learn when you're in the when you're studying and you're like creating mm -hmm. events with other students because yeah like managing studies people without experience is super hard they are like lazy you need to uh always uh go with them by hand you need to tell them what they do at the exact at the same time with the deadlines and so bad things happen all of the time you need to improvise basically for because like just a side note like for example create i've created like a party like the it's a ball, I think. It's what it's called. Like the really fancy one with all of the ball. people with suits. Yeah. So, and it took us approximately like three months to basically conduct with all of the promotion, marketing, uh, creating like some of fun activities during that, uh, creating like making sure that our uh, like, uh, what you say, like the company, the catering is all good and so on. So, during these three months, it was like 
super there were like multiple errors during the process and you need to basically act really quickly and there's not no one that will help you basically because you're the lead so and it 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 basically it's super hard process especially when you're studying at the same time because you're like jesus christ what i'm doing secure you're insecure yeah. you don't know if you can do exactly. it exactly but you're like it's improvising hard. making yeah. stuff and afterwards you're really tired but you're so proud of yourself that you created something yeah. from scratch with like 10 of 10 uh, people crew so to wrap it up super important thing if you're studying just go with some student organization to create this stuff because it, you will gain tons of experience and actually i know people even like developers that got the job their job uh because of the student council because they on the interview they said that they yeah and i've managed some events like for 300 people and like the hire manager was really impressed by it because it's like it's not that easy <laughs> when you think yeah. about it yeah, one thing that helped me a lot uh, throughout my career is I did a lot of in, a, a lot of internships, and uh, the very first few internships was in PR, and we had a few events that we had to organize and participate. And one thing that helped me was kind of like shadow my boss, and I was always there. I was always interested in what she was doing in what what was involved so i think like if you don't have the opportunity to create yourself uh, as in a student council or a university but if you are a, a a a trainee or or an intern try to be a part of it don't try to just do because the interns they have that thing they're like i just do what i'm told you know and they yeah, don't exactly. participate on anything else try to be there and and be interested interested in what's happening and if there is if the company you're working for is organizing an event why not just volunteer yourself is there something i can do can i help exactly uh, that's the first step help? yeah you know you, because like you're not gonna learn by sitting in the bench and doing nothing yeah exactly you, know? yeah. you have to participate and it, it helped me a lot like i have a, a boss that uh she was my first boss like in this area of communication and i shadow her a lot and she loved working with me she loved working with me so much that like a year after she left the company i left to another company she called me because she wanted to work with me again oh that's and, cool and yeah, how many internships and became so many friends Oh, that's cool. Uh, I mean, how many internships uh, have you got? I've done because, like, my 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 story is like very complicated. I didn't start in communication. <laughs> I started in, like I said, in document management. And I was a document controller. I was doing another university, another course in the university, and then, I, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't. I was in a good position in terms of 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 money, but I wasn't happy at all. And then I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I took a six-month sabbatical and just working. And I was like, um, I need to change. And my family was like, you have to do something. So I decided to do, to do communications uh, with a bachelor's in journalism. And then when I started, I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. And then right when I started, I got my first internship. Oh. And then 
I started working with this huge company and doing PR for huge companies like L'Oreal and um, uh, yeah, Chanel, like big companies. It was really nice. That's and lucky. then I did, yeah. And then I did one year and a half at this company. I moved. I was like, I'm doing journalism. I have to be a reporter. I have to <laughs> know how to be a reporter. I lasted three months in a newspaper, really, because I was like, it's not for me. I'm not a reporter. Yeah. I can't imagine. It's, it's not what you've yeah, expected. No, not at all. And then I changed back to PR again, and I started working again with the same boss. And then was, it wasn't an internship. I was an assistant. And then I went to another trainee program. So I did, uh, yeah, two, one, two internships, one assistant and one trainee. And then I moved to, and then I left Brazil. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And then I left Brazil and I, I said, my story is crazy. Like I left Brazil to start over in Europe. I went to Ireland to study English and then I did, like just like freelancing but it wasn't at all what i do then i went to australia to do my masters there i started really working in like working and getting experience and was not internship it was more like part-time working and doing more and that mm -hmm. and then i came to france so where i am right now for our audience so i'm in france <laughs> i live in france and um yeah, so it was a crazy journey to get where I am. So, but at the same time, it was a journey that with a lot of ups and downs, but it helped me a lot to become what I am. And I don't take for granted everything that I've been through. So, because like everything that I've been through helped me to be the professional I am today. So, uh, to everyone that's listening to us, sometimes you're going to feel like, what do I do? Do I do that or not? Do I take the chance or not? Take the chances. Yeah, I, especially what I can see here, like it's super important to adjust yourself to change, like familiar, familiarize yourself with the change because on our, let's, let's look at past 20 years, 20 years ago, no one would thought about our job as an existing mm -hmm. one. And right now it's one of the best job I can think of. So yeah remember from like your example if you want to change just do it and that, that will help you a lot to grow just here personally exactly nice that was a cool story <laughs> yeah yeah my story that is crazy is nice. but i love it <laughs> it's really so cool. i have a question for you how do you normally manage your day to get everything done yep uh so uh in terms of when you're managing multiple projects, so I'm trying, but maybe not I'm trying, I, I'm basically describing everything that I need to do. Uh, in Bonanza, we're doing like some reports, daily reports, just to do, so like describe things that you've done and what you need to do. So it's, for me, it's something like a task manager. Uh, we don't use like a Trello because that would take us too much time and we don't have yeah. like really strict deadlines or cert on certain things. It's just like we need to finalize project till the end of da da da. So usually what I do, um, I've separate my uh, daily work to some of the parts. So uh, remember that your brain is like a machine. 
And mm -hmm. if you're, for example, uh, want to respond to the comments and respond to your emails, uh, it was it's crucial that you do it in batches. So like, don't do it over the day. Like stop, basically when you're designing, don't stop and respond to a comment. Don't do it, just design. Because like changing your mindset will take you, will take your huge amounts of energy for you to do it. So usually when I, because I, when I started, I didn't know about it. Uh, I've, I will, we, we will link a really amazing book about the, a book about it, but basically, uh, when I jump through email, responding to comment, to Slack, then design, then some like marketing stuff or so on, then, um, basically a call my mind after, oh, of course, after six hours, I was like, I'm brain damaged. I cannot do, I can, I cannot think. So I separated it. So basically, mm -hmm. first of all, when I woke up. I, I respond to comments and emails, and that's my like one hour of it. Then I check for my uh, calls. If I when I can see that I have a call, and then I have one hour break and another call, I won't uh, work on really important stuff uh, during the break because I cannot. Basically, no one can focus on certain thing in one hour. Because you, after the call, you will change your mindset. You will get yourself a coffee, for example. 15 minutes comes by and you have 45 minutes to do some productive work. There's no way you come up with something great. Uh, I would rather chill for this 45 minutes or do some like no-brainer stuff. So like, I don't know, if you want to post something on LinkedIn or like uh, create some cool design, like maybe internally or like uh, read something about read something that's much better uh basically time management than making that starting to create something for your project so that's really important and after the calls uh if i want to focus on certain things i would allocate minimum of three hours for certain basically like th creative thinking process and then i would focus on that without any distractions that will really help you uh you won't get distracted by anything so you in this three hours because you were like change your mindset okay on this three hours i will work only on this you will be super productive it takes some time to ignore for example like the slack messages that comes by of course if there's a slack message that will take you like uh hey there's something urgent because we updated certain thing and it's not working right now you need to uh basically address this issue but if there's like really basic questions just ignore it focus on your work and basically at the end of the day i also allocate like 30 minutes to responding to comments and saying that i will address these things for as a, for example tomorrow monday or something uh, yeah that and this was the process that worked for me because additionally i didn't uh, mention that but addition to the uh, two projects that i were working on the boost camp the redesigns, I was also looking for a designer for Bonanza. So I was like managing emails and basically trying to hire one of uh, our future designer. Mm -hmm. So I needed, because when I started, I needed to make some adjustments to my timeline because it was like pain in the ass for me and for my brain to for work on something. I see an email, oh, really cool, cool portfolio. I will take a look. And then yeah. distraction, 
And when you want to go back to the basically things that you you, you were working on, it will take you like 15 minutes to 30 minutes yeah. to like switch your mindset. So that's yeah. super important to group certain activities, the similar activities in batches during the day. Yeah, That will help you a lot. That's the first thing you need to do. And how about you? What, what's the process for uh, you on this one? I, I, first of all, I take a list of priorities that I have for that day. So list of things that I have to like, today I have to do this. So I, I, I create, normally I create my list for the week. You know, I try to, of course there are things that come up on, on the day that you have to do and it's normal, but uh, I try to create the list for the week uh, or at least for like the three next days. And uh, I have that list already pre pre ready. Mm. And then I also go through my meetings, you know, I have my meetings. So I go through, okay, what are the times that I have meetings? So I have meetings this, this, and this time. So I, I know when I wake up, when I open my computer, I know everything that's going to happen on the day. So I can, I, I, I try, I, I, because my work is a bit different. So I don't really need these uh, focusing times because mm -hmm. I'm all over the place. So I have to manage people and so many other things. But I think for, for UX designers, it's very important when you're prototyping, when you're, when you're designing, you have to have these focus periods when you're like, when you're doing things and you don't, you can't be bothered. You can't yeah. have anyone on your ear asking you things. So I always, but I, what I try to do is like, if the message is important, I do reply at the same time, but if the message is not important, then I continue doing what I'm doing. And then I go back to the message. It's something that I do already automatically, you know, because like mm -hmm. it, at the end of the day, it's just the order of priority. What's more important, finish what I have to finish or reply this message. Exactly. It's, it's use reason, just use basic reason. What do you have to deliver first? The reply to this message or the, the job you're, you're in, you're in the middle of. Yeah. If what you're doing is not that important and the message is more important, then reply the message, you know, but uh, don't take, like you said, if you stop and then you, you stop what you're doing and you're focusing what you're doing and then you have to stop what you're doing. So your mind, your brain stops to think on that. And then it starts to think on the answer to that question. And then you have to go back to that. Your brain just go crazy and you're not productive. And you, and you finish that day like, I've done nothing. Yeah, exactly. I've done I mean, nothing. I think like the good, what, what I like to compare the whole like work day is to, are you familiar with the game Civilization? No. No, it's basically so your game is all about creating a civilization. <laughs> really surprising know, from the title. I know, I know Forge of Empires. That's the one. It's I something know. like this. So basically imagine that uh, your energy is 100% at the start of the day. And then you need to allocate it through all of the day. And it's not unlimited. You, can wor you cannot work uh, 14 hours a day and be healthy 
then mm -hmm. some something will get cut off. So for example, you will feel more tired and more and more tired. And on some point you will need to basically go to sleep for 12 hours or something like this. And let's imagine that you need to, your workday is like building product, meeting, uh, responding to emails. And let's imagine that these are three towers and you have your workers, which is your energy and your basically mindset. And if you want to basically go to the creating designs, all of these people need to go there and work. So going there takes some time and they will work, 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 work. And if you will jump through the project, so go through tower to tower, they will spend huge amounts of time of going back and forth and starting preparing for the work and start working on it. So more jumps through the things that you, you will do means that you spend more energy on transitioning yeah and as a result you your day feel less productive yeah yeah so yeah that's so the the, the, the idea here uh to our listeners is everyone like we said in the beginning everyone has a way to organize just make sure that when you're in a, your focus moment be on your focus moment don't stop your focus moment to do something else unless it's urgent yeah. Uh, so that's something, it doesn't matter how you organize your day, how you organize your focus. If it's morning, it's, if it's afternoon, it doesn't matter. Everyone does the way they, they prefer, but make sure that when you are doing something, you are a hundred percent there yep. and not exactly. going back and forth in other things. That's how exactly. you make your day more productive. Yeah. I mean, especially um, what I would like suggest for all of you mm -hmm. is when you're even starting with one project, it's not that important. You can think because you have like two things to do. So it doesn't matter what's your time management on this, but it's a good way to practice, to start from the beginning with it, because at some point uh, it will be a jump when you need to basically manage three or four things. And then things will get messy because you're not familiar with certain techniques and so on. So always remember that. Like try to learn from the beginning, like the time management. Don't skip on this because it will affect your life even uh, in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we have, I mean, I know I do have loads of meetings during the day and you guys are even more, especially when you're managing different projects because there are different clients and yeah. and the internal clients and everything. How do you manage all these meetings and continue to be productive and do what you have to do. Okay. So first of all, I would try to minimize amount of it. If the client wants to meet up with you, try to be as strict as possible about the timeline. Uh, I've learned that through making an errors because I've made some one hour long uh, calls when we where we discussed things that don't necessarily needed to be discussed, but I thought that's a good idea to talk about certain parts. And unfortunately, the whole call was like one hour of going back and forth, and we didn't decide on anything. So treat meetings as the last, uh, basically the last step. If you're not, if you cannot resolve something with messages and comments, then you need a meeting, but don't go nuts with it because it will, it, 
it's it taking some time it taking so much of a time of your time basically because mm-hmm. and yeah it, it's it's basically totally not productive thing because you need to explain the things that you've done but you've already worked on it so you need to explain it again and it will take you a long uh, a huge amount of time so always try to minimize it always try to as previously group it in batches so if you see that you have three or four meetings a day try to squeeze them up mm-hmm. that's that's a really important thing um to avoid meetings there are a couple of things you you can do so first of all if you need some decision on certain thing there's a that's not an advertisement, but there's a cool thing that's called Loom. You can basically create a five-minute video explaining something. So what I've learned is that when I need some decision on certain things, I wouldn't go with it on the, the on the weekly call with the client um, because then everyone would want to add something from them. And it will take us like a one hour to decide upon something. So I to minimize the time that we need for it, I will just create a Loom video with certain variants for the component, for example, and mm-hmm. uh, explain it, post it on our desirable uh, communicator and tell that, okay, till the Wednesday, I need your decision on this and this. And by doing so, you basically shorten amount of time you need for the particular meeting so that's really important there are of course at some point you will have a lot of them so i would try to also because like when i worked with uh, on two projects and i had tons of other stuff i had like jesus i don't know like daily i have meetings till 2 p.m i think like that's a really common thing in our uh, industry but you're not productive by doing it so what yeah. i would it's better to go with like two days of whole packed with meetings and then have one or two that are only or purely for your work and i felt so amazing when after monday when i had like five meetings i can go to tuesday and do my stuff without any interruptions mm-hmm. that's amazing so that's like one one really important tip for like managing the meetings. Mm-hmm. Additionally, when client wants to meet up with you, always rem- always like uh, uh, treat yourself right. So don't go like, okay, you want to meet up there, no problem, I can meet up there, and you're you're just crossed your focus time on certain designs. Don't do it. Yeah. Like try to allocate the time that you're basically comfortable with as well. So like, don't like go uh, with, yes, of course, I will do anything you ask me, just make some boundaries. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't have to, you, it's not saying, like, we always say, don't say no. And it's not saying no. You're just saying, uh, can we rearrange to another time? Of course. You, know, of um, course. you, you don't have to be always 100% available. Otherwise, it's it's interesting because like if I'm a client and the guy that I hired is 100% always available, then when is he working for me? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. you put your logic into it, it's like every time that I that I text him, he's available. So is he working? Yeah. You know. Exactly. So exactly. Uh, I think maybe 
block your when you have a focus a focus moment like oh i have one hour focus moment one hour and a half block your agenda block your calendar on that and even right it's focus moment so the person that if 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 the people that you're working for have access to our agenda they they're going to see that that's your focus moment you're not just blocking it because you're going somewhere else because you're going outside because you're doing something for you that's your focus moment you know that's the moment you're taking to actually do your work so that's something exactly. that might might work as well uh everything what i want to make very clear here guys is that everything we're suggesting you have to take that and realize if that works for you, for your case, for your client. So we have different solutions to one problem and you take the solution that you think fits your problem and your situation better. So there are many ways to deal with it. The important thing that we are saying here is uh, don't let your week be filled with meetings because that can easily happen and then you don't do the work you have to do. So make sure, like Yarek said, organize your meetings all in one day or all in one period of the day to have the time to do your other activities that need to get done. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, that's, that's what we are saying. Like The way you're going to do it there are many different ways you can block your agenda. You can reorganize it. You can have a Calendly uh, link that you send to to the clients or to whoever it is. Look at my Calendly. You can have many ways to do it. And then you're going to see the best way that works in your situation because you, we are not in your situation. So there are many ways. There are many solutions. That's, that's what we want to leave yeah. very clear. Exactly. And as... Uh, Especially the, the last thing about the meetings. I know we talked about it, but always come prepared. So don't uh, always have some plan for the meeting, just not to waste the time for it. Always, because that's like the crucial part of your work. When you're meeting with your client, that's the one time you can get direct feedback on certain things. So yeah. use this time right, not like go and talk about your day for uh, one hour. Of course, it's important to have some chat and just get to know each other but yeah. don't go nuts with it and additionally don't uh, be afraid of canceling or postponing the meeting so there were situations especially at the end of the project when there's not a lot of things happening there are just small improvements and addressing feedback and so on uh, that meetings are not crucial and you can definitely skip them so always if you can if you see that you don't have any urgent things to talk about uh, don't be afraid and write to a client saying, hey, I don't have anything urgent. I'm doing this and this. Uh, do you need to meet up? If not, let's postpone it to the next. Yeah, just next be, be straightforward. Be be honest, you know. Yeah. I think client, client uh, this client relationship needs to be straightforward, needs to be honest. You know, mm -hmm. you're a person and he's, he or she is a person as well. So, you know, maybe they are just waiting for that email to cancel the meeting because they're like, yeah, I don't want to exactly. go, but I think they have something to talk to me. So I have to go. So if you, if you send your email, like, look, uh, there are no points to be talked on this meeting. Do you have anything that, that you need to go through? Otherwise I think maybe we can postpone it for next week. 
Exactly. There's no wrong on doing that. It doesn't mean that you don't want to work. It means that you don't want to waste time. Because time is precious. Yeah, of course. But remember, it's a balanced thing because what I've learned that all the time. Yeah, because clients usually really love to uh, talk with us and talk about things that we've done. They're like, honestly, I I also enjoy the meetings when they are like one or two hours long. They're like really really tiring but it's always nice to meet up just for like 15 minutes if they want or if you have one thing to discuss just do it but don't like go nuts with canceling all of the meetings so we don't need that we don't need that because clients then will feel like it's not treated right because you need another thing that i yeah I think yeah, go one thing that you can do is always have the meetings with the clients at the same time Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we are so doing you, with Bonanza. Yeah. Like with Bonanza, we do that, and I think if if anyone that's listening to us have not thought about it, it's something that can help you a lot. Is uh, try to book with your clients. Look, our weekly meeting is this time, and if you want to have an extra meeting, we can book this and this and this time. So yeah. you always have you have that already on your agenda. So you know that there's a possibility to have a meeting on that day. So you already prepared for that. You already saved the time for that. So everything is much more, much better organized than if you just say, oh no, this week we're meeting this day. This week we're meeting this day. And then <laughs> exactly. yeah, I, had, I, had a, I had a client that, she she's great she's lovely she's one but. of the best people in the world. <laughs> but she loves talking oh, no. she loves talking and oh, every no. time we we met she was like talking forever about everything and about my life and our life and <laughs> it was good because we became friends but at the same time like i knew that every meeting that i had with her i had to save at least two hours because oh, it was Jesus. one hour just talking about random life stuff and then the other hour talking about work. So the first few times was very tiring. And then like, since she was such a nice person, I was like, you know what? I think she does need a friend to talk to. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to, you know, but I knew that I had to have uh, every time I booked a meeting with her because that was that as well. Like she'd never had the same day. Mm. available okay so yeah she was like there were days that she was available she worked with a fashion brand so it was complicated to her um having like always the same time so uh we we were booking each week in a different time but i always knew that if i had to book a meeting with her i knew that that particular day i had to have two hours for her so you know, it was a bit tricky. So it might happen. What what I mean with that, it might happen in situations that are not ideal. Mm-hmm. And you have to deal with it. You have to yeah. make it work. So it's, it's, it's what happens. What we're saying is like, try to organize it as best as possible if it's not ideal. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, I want to talk about responsiveness. So this whole, we were talking about like replying to emails and replying to the clients. And I know like people, especially when you're starting, you're like, we were saying a few minutes before, like you're afraid of saying things. You're afraid of denying meetings. You're afraid of 
not answering right then and there and how do you deal with that fear and how do you overcome it and how do you do it in a, in in the best way possible okay yeah there're a couple of things that are really important in terms of like responsiveness and resp- responsiveness so yeah. the first thing <laughs> how to not be afraid don't be afraid uh super super useful uh tip from <laughs> on my side uh just go with step by step ask certain things try to ask as many things as possible uh if you're not certain consult it internally and then go with the client uh, usually uh, that's what what happened to me so like on my first job i was like really scared of the client because i didn't have uh like meetings with them i had a senior that talked to the client and then talked to me and i was responsible for everything so when the client come by and we had the meetings that are not on the zoom we had meetings like in the office yeah. at the office so i was like scared as hell and one quick anecdote that was really fun is that when i worked on my first company and we created like the configurator for the for houses so i was responsible for creating f- from a to z all of uh, the flows that allows you to create your house from scratch basically so you're using are you working with like i don't know the chimney or like do you have uh, panels sun panels or something like this uh, and i've done it so basically we we created a prototype uh, and we wanted to meet up with the client unfortunately the so the client in poland <laughs> let me that's that's a totally side note so in poland like ux is still evolving and like especially small companies are not familiar with the value that you get through it so they weren't honestly like know what's going on so they don't understand our like uh what what are we doing and when they come by they were like really simple people to to put it in really kind words so we meet up everyone get a coffee uh, and we were we were trying to basically explain what we've done of course like they didn't know what the prototype is and they didn't look at it so we needed to change the things on go uh <laughs> and the <laughs> the problem with that was at some point uh, the really nice lady uh, finished her coffee uh, she looked at me and hey hey sorry young guy can you <laughs> please get me one <laughs> and i was like fuck oh, what should i do <laughs> she thought i'm an assistant my my like the senior that that was employing me he was like i i i I saw that he was like Jesus Christ but he cannot basically say it. I went there I because I I froze like I was like yeah I would too. Should I do this situation? It was like unexpected. It was like an error in a game. It was like I'm going through the wall and then something like a set crash and my Bugs. brain crashed and it I was bug. like yeah. Yeah. Uh, should I reset (laughs) yeah should i reload the game uh yeah but i went through it i've made her a latte (laughs) and yeah and afterwards of course my senior was like i'm really sorry for that i don't know what were she thinking but again going back to uh the responsiveness 
really important thing about it uh, is you basically uh, need to respond to the client in the way that will be the best for you, not for them. <laughs> because mm-hmm. uh, the process will be really, really long. The Probably when you're creating some kind of a project, uh, they will be like your friend. You will talk to them each day and you need to make some boundaries regarding that. And you need to basically uh, teach them your way of work. So I was really afraid at first to respond to them. But what I've learned in Bonanza design is that there's no mistake. There's 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 no mistakes. There are just the happy errors, as uh, Bob Ross said, and his painting tutorials. I don't know if you know him. Really cool yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing. Everyone is is just the same. To, to simplify things and if you're like responding to certain thing and it's like the, the on the high end of the business side and it's not like about the contract but like some of the UX decisions even though if you made an error it's, you can always uh, save it uh, so try to basically learn through error respond to the client be kind and during this process you will learn how to do it uh, mm-hmm. so that's the one thing uh, regarding the responsiveness uh, the one quick cheat that I've learned is, so for example, if client made tons of comments regarding your stuff and you, and basically you're like, usually you need to address it as soon as possible. Ideally, uh, in like three to five hours, it's, it's, if, if it's like bigger thing, of course you have some, you need to have more time, but mm-hmm. What I've learned is, for example, you're working on certain functionality and the client start commenting on the previous one. You need to respond to it. But like the little cheat that you can do is, or for example, they will say, make this red or like some weird comment. You always ask for the specific thing. That will buy mm-hmm. you some time. That's the first thing. And the other, mm-hmm. uh, minimize amounts of iterations. Of course, don't be like, if the client comment on the button, change it to red, and you will be like, but what red do you mean? And you start philosophical yeah. questions. <laughs> don't, make stupid, don't, don't, don't ask stupid questions. Yeah. Yeah, but try to basically be smart about it. Uh, that will buy you some time, minimize iterations, and you would have time to focus on other things. Uh, usually. And so that's in terms of like buying you some time. Other thing is the responsiveness. Uh, in Bonanza, we are really fast, and that's what all of our clients said, that we are like working really fast, we are responding really fast, but there are some limits to it. If you teach your client that you're uh, responding to comments in 15 minutes, they will expect that from you all of the time. Yeah, And that's super bad. That. So be sure... May, of course, if you're like working on the certain thing and you, the client, for example, in Figma, they can see where are you and they comment on one thing that they say, like, don't focus on it, focus on something else right now or something like this. You can respond to it. Uh, but if there's like, you, you ask for feedback and they started giving it to you, don't respond immediately. Uh, the one aspect is that you will teach them that you're like really, really, really too fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing is when there are more than one person involved in the project on the client side, 
there might be a case that they will change their mind. And I've done it many times. I worked on the project where I, when, where I, my, my one task was to address comments basically because the project was almost final and there were like five or six people constantly making comments and I was addressing them as fast as possible. And that was my mistake because I've addressed something and two hours later, the CEO or CFO comes by and say like, that's, that doesn't look right. You need to change that. So I just wasted my time. Instead of that, I can drink a coffee or uh, talk to a friend. And, uh, but I spend time addressing certain things that are like just not worth it. So always remember to wait minimum of, let's say, two to three hours, maybe one to three hours. It's like a really nice thing. Uh, additionally, if you're like off your working hours and it's like 5 p.m. and you're like on the lunch, don't respond to clients when they're like making comments, for example, on this time. That's like super bad thing especially when they're making comments on weekends that also happened i had them yeah. in class do where... not respond on weekends ever <laughs> exactly All, the only situation you respond on weekends is if the world is falling on armageddon and you have to respond because if you don't you will get fired go to shit exactly That's exactly literally. it's otherwise never respond on weekends because the moment you start responding on weekends they're like we said they're gonna expect you to respond whenever mm -hmm. yeah. whenever so it means that you are one that you are available you know like sort of available you're looking and you're they they are gonna think oh they are working on weekends so i can take advantage of that you know uh, you not get paid for it for it exactly never respond on weekends unless for example you are like we are like we are we are an agency and then uh you can like in my position i am more in a management position so sometimes i have questions from our boss on weekends and i respond to him you know he, he asks is the, the was this done and then i i replied to him yes it was done because it was in an internal situation and he wanted a quick answer and i then i respond to him but it's not like yeah. i don't respond to him oh i'm going to do it today or you know mm -hmm. start going going on a, a very long conversation on the weekend uh i just respond directly what it is the the answer but it's internal it's something internal if it's external not never you're never available on the weekends. Don't you work Monday to Friday and that's it. Or and if you're like in the certain part of the world where you're working through Wednesday to Sunday or something like this, respond to this. But like your weekends yeah, should be your weekend. Yeah, yeah. And Unless so, that's the situation. That's the case. Yeah. Yeah, late nights yeah. as well. Like never respond too late, like after eight o'clock, you know. Yeah, it's uh, not worth it. It's no. just won't give you any Wait advantage. Wait the next day. Yeah. So what I would do, like what I'm doing is uh, when I'm managing clients and managing multiple projects, I allocate two hours of my time or one, maybe two to three hours, two hours of my time morning on responding to comments. And then afterwards, at the end of the day, I address them or like 
respond to them. Like my last one hour will be like responding and addressing things. So be sure you're doing that. As again, yeah. if you're managing one project, you can do whatever you want. Honestly, it won't affect your workflow. But when it's starting to get more complicated, you need to do it because yeah. it, it gets exponentially more difficult and exponentially, exponentially more advanced. Uh, when I worked with two, even only two projects, and there were like two product teams involved and developers, and they and when they started commenting on the one and other project, I can be like, I what could what I could do is just like go one full day responding it and don't and I did I wouldn't do shit. <laughs> I would just like chat around. So be sure to allocate this time that would help you manage huge amounts of things. Uh yeah. I have one one thing that we've done before and I think it would be nice to do now is like debunking a few multitasking myths mm. you know, that people talk about like be, about yeah. being multitasking um can you come up can you start yes it pieces me off it's one of the yes it's 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 so stupid all of the youtube yeah basically videos on how to multitask during your life do multiple things at oh, once it's so stupid our yeah, brain doesn't work like computer bullshit. it's yeah. always honestly like this book uh, i will send i we will link that it down below it's we'll link it's the book we'll link below. the book in the comments on it's the, like on the a description bible for uh, multiple projects it's super important to just read it it's super super smart but regarding it it's we are we have one brain that's really good at focusing on one thing and doing it right we just simply don't have enough capacity or our brain is not structurized to uh, conduct two things at the same time you can easily check it by uh, going, talking through a phone and trying to ride a car. Every case study that was like a scientific study that was measuring uh, the activity of the brain and like the um, amounts of errors that uh, um, you're making when you're driving, when driver like just talking to a phone and drive riding a bike or like driving a car you, you're like just get a lot of tickets to be honest and that's applies the same to the business and to the especially to the ux if you're trying to uh, manage a meeting and at the same time create something amazing you will waste your time you just simply either way you will uh, go through really shitty meeting or you will create something shitty you cannot do these things at once. It's better and it will take you less time to separate those things. So have one really productive meeting and then have one uh, design session. It's I cannot emphasize how important it is. And also your brain will uh, drown of the energy when you're doing multiple things at once. Even, when you, even though... You think like the some simple things such as cooking and uh, watching YouTube. Ha, that's super easy. I can do it. No, 
actually your brain will uh, be tired at the end, more tired than if you're like, do one thing. So across your life, try to do one thing at a time, even the simplest things. Uh, the one one um, part where it not applies is when you create habits. But that's really hard. So uh, our brain loves patterns and it can easily uh, recreate them. So if you're like, I don't know, uh, chopping something and you're doing it constantly and you're doing it a lot of the times during the day and you're doing it basically each day for like one year, that becomes a habit that when you're trying to do, uh, your brain... uh, basically uh, wouldn't allocate huge amounts of energy to do it. You will do it automatically. And in this case, you can do another thing. Um, In case of chopping, you basically cannot do many things when you're chopped. But for example, when you're chopping and watching video and you're really good at chopping, you can focus on video actually. But making certain things, certain activities as habits is super hard. Especially yeah. when it comes by when it comes to like your business work and creative work, it's almost impossible. Um, maybe when you're like the different thing is when you're like moving boxes or like uh, organizing your work environment. That in in this particular way you can have a call or something because you're not focusing on it. But please, just please. Don't talk about yeah. multi. And, and when I see, and that's even better thing, when I see three screens and uh, someone will say like more screens makes you more productive, that's bullshit. There are case studies that showcase that more screens doesn't do shit about it. Uh, the one thing that they do is make your life easier or like accessibility on certain things can be better and it's more comfortable, of course, but it doesn't make you more productive. That's That's for sure. Yeah, I think I agree with the whole this thing. I mean, girls out there are listening, our listeners, there are women and especially the mothers, they will disagree with us in terms of the multitasking thing. Because <laughs> uh, I know, I mean, I'm not a mother, but I know that my mother was like doing lots of things at the same time. And But it comes to the point where he said about the the, the habit, you know, you you are in a position that you have to do several things at the same time otherwise you know you don't have a you don't have a choice your so child things, will die <laughs> yeah literally and then you have to work and then you have to to dress your child and then you have to you know there is a lot of things happening so to them i praise these women that are doing all these things at the same time maybe one day i'll be like you uh and then, you know, I, I, from my experience, what I've seen, even by talking to people is that, I don't know if that's true or not, but like, I see that at home, I'm much better at doing several things at the same time than my husband, he gets very lost and I focus better. And I don't know if that's a thing or not, but it mm. does happen here. Uh, but it, I do get tired though. I, I'm able to, to deliver what I have to deliver, but that doesn't mean that I'm not tired. So that's what we're talking about. It's not about 
being able to multitask. It's not about the ability to do two, three things at the same time. Is how much energy that will consume. And is it worth it to exactly. be so tired at the end and then you have to stop because you're mm -hmm. so tired that you, your brain cannot think anymore? Yeah, it's a really important you know? thing that you, you, you address. So basically what people think about multitasking is that when you're working and you do other things in the meantime, you will get two things at the same time. But it's that totally not true. It's not like mm -hmm. magic. It's not like your brain... Uh, will get some energy from the sun and then will work at 150%. Yeah. You will either when you will either uh, basically allocate less energy on the main thing on the secondary thing it's not magic. Yeah, yeah. You no. you spend more energy than you actually get. Yeah. And then exactly. at the end of the day you're going to be tired. So what I feel personally is that every day that I have a lot of things to do and then I have to multitask and then I have to do several things at the same time. I feel so much more tired at the end of the day. And then my husband, side note, my husband works in carpentry. So he works in like physical work and then he's physically tired every day when he gets home and I work from home and he gets home. like, why are you tired? It's like, people don't know how tiring it can be to work just with your brain. It's mm -hmm. like you're actually lifting weight. Yeah. <laughs> because at the end of the day, you feel so tired. It was like you have zero energy. And your brain is like in, in a point of, com uh, of combust, you know. It's like it's going to explode and you feel like very tired. So it's like you're doing physical work and you're, exactly. you're not. You're just, just sitting down. But I feel exhausted just like my husband does by working 12 hours in, in, the, in the job site. <laughs> I know, like, one thing. Some of the listeners may think, like, what the hell was such a... They are complaining about their life with their sitting through a desk and they are thinking, like, oh, they're so tired as they're working on the building factory or something. Yeah. It's maybe not the same thing, but let you're like you have the energy amounts of energy that it's limited. So keep in that keep that in yeah. mind. It's a different kind yeah. of tiredness. Yeah, it's a different kind of tiredness. It's a tiredness like that it's in your mind. It's not in your yeah. body. It's a different kind yeah, of tiredness. Exactly. You're tired exactly. to think. You know, mm -hmm. it's like <laughs> at the end of the day, if someone asks me, "Can you think about a solution for that?" I was like, "I can't." Uh, I can't yeah. think anymore. I need time exactly. for my brain to like breathe and then I'll be able to find a solution for that. So that's what we're talking. We're not complaining about our lives. People, yeah. please oh, we love our jobs. Yeah. And exactly. I love the fact that I can work from home. It's like dream come true. But at the same time, I, it's something that even for me, like I have to pay attention and my, my energy spent. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, when I have, when I, have time to spend with my family i'm not 100 percent there because my brain is so tired of course even that if it affects your personal life the multitasking thing because when you when you have to spend time with your friends with your family you're so your brain is so tired that, you, that you're not 100 percent there you're mm -hmm. you're just like you're there as a ghost you're just there in person of in course. the present you know so it affects you directly you know so what we mean by that is like multitasking, um, avoid it. 
you know don't do it sometimes it's impossible to avoid sometimes you have to do it and we understand life is like this but if you can not do it just don't do it just focus on the things that you have to focus and organize your day towards doing one thing at 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 a time you know you will you will feel much more energized at the end you will feel much better at the end it's for your mental health yeah you're right you're right definitely uh cool so and uh, we are coming to the end we have i think we the have one one part. thing <laughs> the last part that we always do is what to avoid yeah what yeah. should i never do tell me um maybe one thing you should do and not enough people are doing and they are thinking that it's a waste of time is a preparation so uh, when you're starting a project and when you're starting your day, uh, prepare, but like prepare, really prepare. Think about what you need to do, uh, clear your environment before you start doing it. I know it feels counterproductive, counterproductive, uh, because like you're not, basically you're not doing anything. When you're preparing, you cannot tell the client, I've spent two hours on preparation because it will be like, what the hell? But honestly, (laughs) when you think about the things that you need to do during the day and you spend more time than you, maybe not more, but you spend more time to it than like 15 minutes, it will help you during the day. It will affect your work process and it will eventually it will speed up everything. So always take some time to prepare when you're starting doing it. Don't go right away without like rethinking what can be done. Prepare, take some time, first of all, and then start doing it. And that comes to, especially when you have multiple projects, uh, you look at your calendar, see your day, see your meetings and think about, okay, Right now, I have meeting in 30 minutes. So, right, okay, this 30 minutes, I can spend on responding to comments. And that's it. Don't go, like, starting. I remember that I need to design something. Okay, let's go. Oh, no, I have a meeting in 15 minutes. Shit, I need to go there. And then you will be jumping back and forth and you will do nothing. So, spend some time. Create, like, a brief agenda for the day for, for yourself. Uh, maybe you don't even need to share it with with everyone. Just just only purely for yourself to basically clear things out and just trust me, that will help you a lot. Yeah, it will change your life. Yeah, and maybe the other thing is, I that we're going on it back and forth, but like a resting, it's super important. I mean, let's let's be clear. If you're making a coffee and if you're thinking at if you're thinking about work it's your work so mm-hmm. i was so that was my one of the my biggest mistakes when i worked back then in the in the in, my, in the previous company i i worked on uh, our basis so i was basically uh, invoicing per hour i i mm-hmm. the amounts of hours that i worked uh, i get some money for it and mm-hmm. at my first couple of months I was like, when I going back, um, maybe in that way, but when I was going, for example, to make myself a coffee, I was stopping a timer because I was thinking like, I'm not, 
working right now. I'm not sitting at my desk, so it's not work. I'm making a coffee. And 30 minutes comes by. I was constantly thinking about certain solutions and I've started working again. And that's why during my uh, X amount of time that I worked there, I think I like didn't invoice like 100 or 200 hours because of that, because I was constantly stopping my timer. So, and that, and that goes with the resting. So always remember when you're thinking about your work, when you're basically going for a walk for a 15 minute walk, but, and you're thinking about your work, it's work. And that's what I've learned because more, actually there are tons of times when I, when I'm not sitting at my desk, uh, making some things in Figma, but I'm like looking at uh, at my window and thinking about the solution for a certain problem. And that's actually my work. I know like no one sees it because you cannot see it, but honestly, because I'm thinking and I go for a walk for 15 minutes, I come up with the best solution that I can. And then I come by, do it in 30 minutes and that's it. So yeah, always remember that. And the other thing about it, it's a resting. So if you're thinking about your work. You're not resting. You're not resting. So for example, that's, that's my case. When I have like this meeting, this podcast, I, I know that I will be really tired. It's not like it's, it's, I don't having a good time right now talking to you, Aisha, of course, <laughs> but uh, it's amazing. <laughs> But it's, it's tiring. It's, it's, you know, like constantly talking and uh, basically coming up with certain basically comparisons and examples. Afterwards, I'm really tired. I need some like 15 minutes break from my work because I cannot think. And that, that's with everything. When I like have three hours of really hard design or like there's some error that I need to fix and I'm just like going nuts with my keyboard. Afterwards, I need I need break. I just need my break. And if you are not doing it, you will be too tired to work at some point. And your productiveness yeah. and your like uh, effectiveness will just not skyrocket, but it will go down really quickly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I I myself work on a on a on an hourly basis, and I know how tiring it is. You know, like. Yeah. Because you, you have to think like the amount of hours you work affect directly how many, uh, how much you, you get at the end of the month. Yeah. So you, at the end of the day, you want to work more, but you have to have a limit as well. Like, exactly. Because everyone exactly. has a limit. So like make sure that you know the limit, you know, just take time to rest. And when, when you do take time to rest, rest actually rest actually like do not touch your phone you know do not touch your computer and uh i know it's hard to like turn off your brain and not think about things it's really hard but try to focus on something else like watch a movie or go for a walk or or read a book but try to focus on something else try to really really rest you know otherwise like you said you're just working you're just taking time to think you know and then like if you're if you're taking time to research, you're working. If you if you take time to like in my case, if I'm going through social media and I'm doing research, 
I'm working because it's it's a part of my job. So in the meantime, um, Aisha looks at cute cats and dogs and woohoo, <laughs> nice work. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm like, my husband, he asks me, oh, you're you're always on social media. He's like, but it's not mine. I'm on the social media for, for, for the company. I'm not on my social media. I'm not looking for like things like that. I would look personally like myself, <laughs> like I'm a, like, when I open Instagram, for example, you're always on Instagram. It's like, it's not my Instagram. <laughs> like I haven't posted on Instagram in months, you know, like my own. Uh, so yeah, it's always working. So that's, I think that's something it's not to, it's avoid avoid in terms of the resting is like avoid uh work resting you know like resting thinking about work exactly when you rest do do rest and uh and organize your time well uh, avoid wasting your time uh on stupid things avoid because yeah. when you organize well you don't waste your time every time of the day is productive so that's the end goal. Make your day so productive that you have eight hours of work that were productive enough that you can, at five o'clock, six o'clock, you can actually stop. Stop. Close your and laptop and enjoy your life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's. But that's, that's actually a really nice topic that we will talk about in the future. Uh, that's yeah. a little teaser for you all. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk more about this, all all of this in the future. We'll go deeper on this. We'll talk to more people and they will give us their 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 experiences, their you know, because I've like we said, everyone has a different experience uh when it comes to work and have worked in different forms and uh it's it's tricky, you know, but uh, we hope that you liked it, uh, you all that are listening. Thanks, Yarek. It was a great conversation, as always. Thank you, Clockwise. Really nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I hope to see you all uh, on the next talk, uh, listening to us. And we'll drop the link to the book uh, that Yarek mentioned on the description of the episode, and we'll also drop the link to our Discord community. Like we, like I always say, Yarek is there, I'm there, and our other UX designers are there as well. And uh, you can share your your thoughts, your ideas, even on how to manage multiple clients. If you're having any issues and you don't know what to do, you can always come to us and ask us. Uh, for tips and tricks we're always there to help and uh, we have our own live events there as well we have an event December coming December we're super excited and um, yeah so we have many nice nice things coming and we hope to share with you all um, thanks again and I'll see you guys next week bye thank you bye guys